Welcome to the Electric Rodeo, an adult toy megastore podcast about sex, pleasure, relationships, and everything in between. I'm your host, Emma Hewitt, a sex educator and sex toy enthusiast. Every episode, I take a deep dive into a fascinating new topic, talk to experts, and answer common sex questions. Because sex is normal, messy, pleasurable, intimidating, and a hell of a lot of fun. Let's take a ride. From ancient stone dildos, to bone cock rings, to jelly phalluses, to silicon vibrators shaped like hammers, the world of sex toys is a seriously amazing place. If you have an erogenous zone, there is something to lick it, suck it, tug it, stretch it, thrust it, stimulate it, and of course to vibrate against it. And people have been using toys for years. The first dildo dates back to 26,000 BC and was made of siltstone. Others from similar periods have been found made from ivory, limestone, bone, and even teeth. In the early 1900s, we saw the first electric vibrators. They were huge, terrifying to look at, and sold as magical devices with the power to tone your vital organs, whatever that means, heal a sore throat, and smooth out wrinkles. The perfect gift for any housewife. In the late 1960s, the feminist movement kicked off, and along with it came Betty Dodson and the power of the Hitachi magic wand. She believed masturbation could liberate women from needing men to meet their sexual needs. So, as you can guess, this made a lot of men very scared of sex toys, but I like to think they are slowly getting over it. And now we seemingly have everything you can dream of. A clitoral vibrator that can be worn during sex? Check. A lifelike dildo that feels just like the real thing? Check. A butt plug shaped like a gnome? Surprisingly, also check. I think a road cone. Just the thought of the ridges on a gnome are making me a little bit nervous. I'm more of a fan of like a smooth descent. Mm, Okay. (laughs) I'm chatting with Tash Bull. She's the customer service team leader at ATMS and a fellow sex toy enthusiast. In this episode, we talk about our favourite sex toys, look at some fun sex toy facts and myths, play a game of Would You Rather, and discuss the many wonderful uses for the electric toothbrush. But we start with Tasha's sex toy journey, from her very first toy to how she got her start in the industry. Yeah, I had a super fun journey into sex toys as a teenager. I would say I was very resourceful, so my first... (laughs) My first interaction with sex toys was more of the household object variety of sex toys. Love it. So I don't know how I came onto it. I think it was just horny teenagers talking about this kind of stuff. But yeah, I think my first official sex toy was the uh, additional head on my electric toothbrush. (laughs) Because... A classic. Yeah. Though I was horny, I was still smart enough to... I had the red one for sexy time and then I had the blue one for (laughs) toothbrushing time. Also dabbled with the old shower head, just all that kind of fun mm-hmm. stuff. And then my first actual sex toy was, I think I was obviously quite open about this kind of stuff. And for my 19th birthday, I had a group of friends buy me a little tiny little bullet. Oh, amazing. Which is a great starter toy. And yeah, then I just kind of got done with that and was like, nah, ready to upgrade again. And then that was kind of how it went. Had a great interest in it and then... Yeah, eventually got into Adult Toy Megastore and just blew up from there. The collection is absolutely booming. (laughs) 
And Tash was actually a bit of a fan of Adult Toy Megastore before she started working here. She came along to a bunch of our mm. events and we actually knew who she was already <laughs> before she even applied. And then we saw her name and everyone was like, hire her. Don't even interview her, just hire her. <laughs> yeah, I made myself known in that space for sure. Just super eager. So your friends got you your first toy. So what was the first thing that you got for yourself? So that was a small bullet, and then once I realised that that just didn't have enough power for what I was going for, Mm. I uh, got myself... I couldn't tell you the brand or anything, but it was essentially like a standard like six-inch silver bullet, like a bit bigger in girth, just like Mm. a standard one. It had a little twisty dial-up, just got it rearing. But yeah, again, that was like a good starter toy, but I realised that I was looking for a little bit more. Fair enough. Do you still have it? No, no. I think both of those just like vibration wise were just like quite low. I yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Would you recommend those toys to people that are just starting out now though? Because those are actually quite good, I think. Like for beginners toys, you know, like a bullet vibe it's actually something for the clitoris, which I think a lot of people kind of don't think about when they go for their first toy we kind of always think internal but that's not necessarily what gets you know the majority of people Mm. off yeah a hundred percent they were great starter toys like you said clitoral stimulation I think it's the most accessible form of stimulation I think or at least the easiest thing to explore at least it was for me you know what I mean so Mm. I would definitely recommend it (laughs) there's nothing too like crazier out there that's gonna like you know scare someone off on their first try so definitely I would definitely recommend that as your first one Now, in your opinion, what makes a good sex toy? Like, what do you think people should be looking out for? Definitely materials uh, is the main thing that people should be educating themselves on, looking out for. Obviously, you want to ideally go for something non-porous, which means that it can be fully sterilized and not harbor any bacteria. Those are ones that are going to last you a lifetime anyway. So, I mean, why would you want Mm -hmm. anything else that you have to replace every six months? Like, nothing worse than finding your favorite toy and then having to replace it and it's gone out of stock. (laughs) Yes, very true. (laughs) Yeah, other stuff waterproof you know take it in the shower with you the shower's the best time to be masturbating if you're not masturbating the shower honestly I mean yeah like dance and like have a good time but what else are you doing in there (laughs) I'm really that was your starting point right you were all in the bathroom like electric toothbrush the shower head (laughs) the waterproof vibrators maybe oh maybe the bathroom's just a particularly sensual place what's going on in there (laughs) I had not considered that (laughs) a lot's going on got my speaker up top just absolutely having a blast (laughs) So knowing that, can you please list your five favourite toys of all time for me? I would love to. First of my top five sex toys, we should just get it out of the way. It's the Sheer Satisfaction Karma. (laughs) (laughs) It's the talk of the town. (laughs) Dual stimulation toy. Most people would know about it at this point. It just, you know, it really does it for me. I like the dual stimulation. It's also just good for like really banging one out quite quickly. (laughs) (laughs) It is. For lack of a better term. It's definitely a fan favourite. Yeah. 
My second one would be a metal butt plug. Mm. Something with a cute little gem on the end or maybe a rose. Oh, yeah. Great for during sex or just wearing around in general. It's just nice to, again, have, like, something else going on down there. <laughs> I'm really just all about throwing it all in there, <laughs> having a good time, seeing what happens. That's beautiful. <laughs> now, with metal sex toys, I want to ask you about this. People always talk about the heaviness of it mm. making a difference to how it feels and there's this idea of like mm. gravity play like you put it in place and because mm. it's heavy it stimulates all your nerve endings because it's just adding that weight is that a reason that mm. you go towards that kind of toy do you experience that yeah definitely I think in terms of anal toys if you kind of compare silicon or glass or metal definitely I think part of the reason one of them is obviously what you can do with the material in terms of temperature play I like the cold feeling but definitely the heaviness I found I didn't get quite the same thing out of silicon mm. butt plugs that I did from metal ones okay what are the other three my other three I'm a real <laughs> I'm a real just clitoral stimulation person that's my absolute jam so the rocks off Havana bullet I kind of consider that actually the middle ground between the two first bullets I had it's just obviously better quality I have it in a gorgeous metallic orange color my favorite Ooh. and yeah it's just got all the good settings and it's waterproof <laughs> just ticking those two boxes all your favorite things (laughs) um so yeah that one and the over l1 love balls oh yeah i love kegels uh dual purpose (laughs) for me personally so they're good for bladder control but also they do feel like a bit of a good time once you get used to them so those are just good Mm -hmm. standard like silicon ones with the metal bits in the middle that just rattle around jiggles jiggly balls Jiggle balls. <laughs> and what's my last one? Ah, oh, a new toy, Sheer Satisfaction Arc. The one that we love to compare to the Loch Ness Monster. It's a G-Spot toy. You can use it internally or externally. I do a bit of both. Obviously, the great thing about the Arc is that halfway down, it has kind of a hinge point in one of the settings that, you know, goes... How do you explain this? <laughs> No one can see you. I'm just doing all these hand things and no one's going to know. It literally looks like the movement that they create when they're showing, like, video of what the Loch Ness Monster would look like, right? Like, it's like its head kind of bobbing up and down out of the water. It's like what the top of this toy is. Yeah, imagine the Loch Ness Monster at, like, a rave. (laughs) That's really actually a very accurate I think we got there with that one. (laughs) I'm going to quickly take you through my favourite toys because we didn't have any crossover whatsoever. And that surprised me because I feel like you and I tend to like a lot of the same things. So you know this, my number one toy of all time is the original Womanizer, super, super ugly one, hideous pink, like this really ugly jewel button that you have to use to get it on and off and it's quite sharp so it kind of hurts mm. your finger every time you mm. use it that's good if you're into like pain play as well you know solo yeah exactly that's why i like it <laughs> i love a toy that bites back yes need a little bit of a, a fight going on <laughs> the other one is the wee vibe touch which is like a lay on but it's like the rumbliest of rumbliest toys that you can get mm. they're amazing the lawand of course. Yeah, the, the vibrating wand it is amazing and powerful. 
B-Vibe butt plug, but not the rimming one, the one with the three different motors in it, the big purple one. Oh, yeah. That is amazing. What is my last one? How many have I seen? What is it about the the three motors that makes a difference for you? Well, I think that the reason that I like that one is the best is just because I don't have the other one. I haven't tried the rimming one, but I reckon I'd like that more. Oh. But I mean, the three motors are amazing because you feel so much because there's one that's in the neck of the toy as well which is where the rimming beads would be on the other one so you still get heaps of stimulation in that same area and I think that that makes a big difference because a lot of the time the vibrating part of the motor is like in the top of the butt plug but not anywhere else so you're kind of missing out the part of the anus which actually has the most nerve endings which is what makes you feel pleasure so it makes sense that that feels really really good Mm. Oh, and the other one does the metal wand dildo, which is why I asked you about the weighted thing, because for me, I find that that makes a difference using it internally as well. Ah, very nice. I'll have to uh, revisit those ones since we tend to like the same stuff. No, I feel like we're both quite open to trying anything, really. Mm. But is there any kind of category or type of toy that just doesn't appeal to you, that you're just not interested in? See, that, that's a real interesting question because your brain immediately goes to the extremes, mm. you know, and <laughs> to be quite honest, no. Like, personally, uh, to, like, pick something out of the air, Cock and Ball Torment, not really in my wheelhouse, haven't tried it, not my instinctually what I'm into, but if my partner were to come to me and say, hey, I want you to do this, I'd be like, yeah, let's give it mm. a crack. Like, I'm truly just open to kind of doing anything. I said to one of my ex-boyfriends, I was like, I'll try anything once. And I I actually retracted that <laughs> statement, but now I think I'm going to put it back on the table. I think I would try anything once. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you retract it? <laughs> it was actually quite funny. So I said that when we were dating in high school, and then when we were chatting about just, like, me and him are super open, we were just chatting about sex stuff, like, outside of high school, and we were talking about anal, and I was like, oh, no, too painful, wouldn't <laughs> wouldn't do it. And he said, oh, but you said you try anything once. And I was like, oh, yeah, no. I, I, did I say that? I take that back. <laughs> Which is hilarious, because obviously I have done anal. <laughs> So you know, you know, we're all we're all moving at our own pace, changing our opinions. And like, <laughs> we don't have to do everything with everyone. It's okay. Yeah, I don't think there is anything that I would just kind of flat out say no to. I'm I'm an Aquarius. I'm experimental. <laughs> I like to give anything a go. I like to please people. So yeah. Now, what's the weirdest sex toy that you own then? If you're so open to everything, <laughs> I mean, to find weird. Well, this is the thing. It's very much about what you think because I've got some toys that I think others will think are weird. For example, you just mentioned Cock and Bull Torment, whereas Mm. me and Jay use ball stretches all the time. Him, obviously. I don't have the anatomy for such a thing. But people find those really strange. I think that's just a daily thing what is the purpose just is it purely a sensation thing yeah it's just for stretch it's like people that enjoy like tugging on their balls during stimulation like it's it's exactly the same obviously there are some that are weightier than others and provide more stretch than others but generally it's the same okay we had a six-way on i don't think i have anything that's particularly weird the like 
I would say what would be considered more out there potentially is my ring gag. But again, that's not like some people would be like, Ugh, light work. You know what I mean? That's probably at this stage. <laughs> I've got my eyes on some weird stuff, but I haven't actually purchased them. So yeah, probably that or, um, you know, I, I still use the same toothbrush. So technically I still have that. <laughs> <laughs> Can you quickly describe a ring gag for people? Yeah, so basically if you're familiar with a typical ball gag, essentially you have a little potentially silicon ball in your mouth and then it attached to kind of what I would describe as a choker um, and then it buckles around the back of your head. So a ring gag, um, instead of a ball to kind of bite down on, is a metal ring. So you kind of have your lips hinged on it. It's a real particular look. (laughs) You have to be into it. Are you concerned about your teeth? No, I've got great teeth. <laughs> no, not oh, the like... look of them. <laughs> no, I've got... <laughs> My parents spent a lot of money on braces, baby. This is how you show them off. I, I... No, it's more the gums I'd be concerned about, if anything. Right. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah. So, because you have a ring gag, you clearly oh. use sex toys with your partner... Is that mm-hmm. correct? So yeah. <laughs> what kind of toys do you find that you use together a lot? What we use together a lot is clitoral stimulation toys. Mm-hmm. So we use toys basically every time we have sex just because I, I'm, it's not easy for me to orgasm from penetration alone. Mm-hmm. And typically we aim for like a couple big O's a session. So just hammer away at like the arc or the Havana bullet. Those are my go-tos and was this something that he was into already or did you kind of introduce him to the world of sex toys I think I did we had a discussion about this recently I don't remember kind of we didn't have a sit-down conversation where I was like I would like to introduce toys which Mm -hmm. is a great thing to do obviously you need to have that consent there but I'd been single for five years and kind of worked out what I liked and as soon as I found, like, a regular sex partner, I was like, let's throw some stuff in here. So I actually bought him. It was a running theme in the first year and a half of our relationship where any kind of anniversary, birthday, Christmas, part of the present was I would throw a sex toy in there. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So I don't think he'd use them with other partners. He said he had other partners who had toys, but they didn't introduce them in the bedroom. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I like that you brought up that those conversations with people are really important because people really struggle with that sometimes if you're in a relationship where your experience with that kind of thing isn't on the same level. People mm. obviously have very different like perceptions around around sex toy usage. So mm. you're quite lucky that you didn't have to have that conversation in some ways, I think. Yeah, I think he was... <laughs> we're both super open to anything so I was like hey I want to throw some stuff in here he was like fuck yeah let's do it (laughs) (laughs) you want to have a better time absolutely (laughs) now I'm interested in how people approach you in relation to sex toys in your private life do you find that more people approach you with questions around toys or ask for recommendations and are you kind of open to that have you become like the go-to sex toy person in your group of friends 
Yeah, I think in a few different circles, actually. Obviously, like we said, I was super keen to work for Adult Toy Megastore. I'm very vocal about working for Adult Toy Megastore and loving what I do. So I have, yeah, quite a few people who tend to message me, ask for recommendations, or if they see a promotion that we've got going on, kind of asking about that. And I love it. (laughs) Who doesn't love to feel like a sex expert, even if it's sex toys? Like, And also just... I love having more than surface level conversations with people. I love talking about sex and our sex lives. And I I still get giggly about that kind of thing because I just think it's funny. But yeah, I love being able to talk about that with people and enhance my friends and family's sex lives. I'm the youngest of four girls, so me and my sisters are super tight. I help them the most with stuff. (laughs) (laughs) They've got the hookup for sure. (laughs) And do you find that people, like, even if you're just meeting them for the first time and they find out about what you do, are they quite open with you? Because I get that all the time. Like, if I just meet someone, if I'm introduced to someone through friends or family and they hear what I'll do, they will tell me almost anything about their sex lives. Yeah, it's great. It's like you're a prophet, right? Yes. Like, people just come to you and they're like, oh, yes, here's my sex life for the past two years. And I'm like, ah, thank you so much for telling me. (laughs) Yeah, often my favourite game to play is when I get in an Uber and they're like, oh, going to work. Yeah, I'm going to work. Where do you work? I'll go, oh, I work for Adult Toy Megasaur. It's an online sex toy company. (laughs) just seeing the reaction I get from that I've had a couple where they are familiar with us Mm. and like will actually ask me questions and be like oh okay so what do you think's the best toy what do you think of this like and my little 10 minute commute to work I'm like giving someone the full spiel about like what toys they need and why they should be trying but stuff like it's awesome (laughs) and but like that's five percent of the time the other 95 percent is um older men who just go okay and then don't talk to me for the rest of the trip (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty particular now about who I say what to. Like, for some people, I'll just say, oh, I'm a wellness writer or oh, I work for an online store and won't be specific because I know it's going to make them uncomfortable, mm, you know? That's nice of you. <laughs> I'm still very much in the stage of just seeing how people react and ride in the wave. Yeah, but that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I've been doing this for seven years. It's been a long time. I can (laughs) read people like a book now. Yeah, I'm in year two, so I'm still just kind of having fun with it. I'm sure I'll potentially get a bit more modest about it. Well, I mean, maybe not, knowing me. (laughs) Probably not. I don't have high hopes for it, to be fair. (laughs) Watch out, General Public of Wellington. (laughs) Now, Tash, what is your favourite sex toy fact? My favourite sex toy fact... I read that, like, vibrators or the first, it was like a vibrating rabbit, I'm not sure exactly what kind of toy it was, was the fifth household item to be electric. How dare you take my fact. (laughs) I saw the look on your face when I said that. Um, So, yeah, I just love that it was like sewing machine, kettle, da-da-da-da-da, rabbit. Yeah, it was sewing machine, fan, the kettle, the toaster vibrator there you go that is amazing right I think it's incredible I just would love to go back to a time where you know no microwaves but they just had a (laughs) rabbit lying around simpler times maybe we should just do a cull like only have those five things in your house just to see what it was like yeah and before that they were steam powered or like you had to hand crank them to make your toys vibrate vibrators yeah have you seen (laughs) like those little torches yeah (laughs) 
That is incredible. How do you steam power a vibrator? It's a real, real fascinating topic. Have a look, have a Google. Everyone listening to this, have a Google. Because not only is it like crazy that you can do that, they look terrifying. Like, I would not be putting these anywhere near my body. They are big, scary machines. Steam-powered vibrator. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean, hey, man, if there's no other option. (laughs) I mean, we've got to do what we've got to do, you know? That would be me. I mean, obviously, we know what I was doing as a teenager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you would have had to have figured something else out because no electric toothbrush back then, doll. Yeah, I'll have someone else cranking it for me. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. Oh, Tash. (laughs) All right. Now we know your favourite fact, which is the same as my fact. But what is your favourite sex toy myth? Or not your favourite, what is a, a myth that you hear about sex toys that shows up a lot in your life or in your work? Can I answer both? Because I yeah. have a favourite and then... Oh, yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, because, I mean, I'll start with my favourite. because And it's not that hard to choose because most sex toy myths suck and are super, like, anti-pleasure, mm-hmm. especially, like, anti-women like, seeking out their own pleasure. Um, my favourite sex-way myth is, have you heard the classic Cleopatra invented the first vibrator with a papyrus tube and filled it with bees? Yes. <laughs> like... <laughs> I just want that to be real so much, though. I know, I know. I wish. But, like, so clearly, like, you wouldn't... I mean, bless, Cleopatra sounded like a very smart lady. Mm. But you just wouldn't think, oh, you know, I, like skin and on skin contact on my clitoris how can I take this to the next level bees like you wouldn't think of that without knowing what a vibrator is in my opinion Mm. in terms of actual myths I think just the classic myth that you hear a lot you know if you're bringing sex toys into the bedroom then then your sex life's dead I think it's just I mean it's more so a joke than a myth really like I feel bad for people that have that mentality because the amount of people that you know obviously I'm in customer services every week you get people who are like loving the toys absolutely rocked mine and my husband's world like if you look at all the reviews it's just happy couples being like so glad we found your store introduced all this stuff we're having a great time that's my favorite thing so yeah I think that myth is one that you hear a lot that I'd like to hear less of. Yeah, agreed. Mm. And I think it kind of relates closely to the whole a sex toy is a replacement for someone or you have a sex toy because you can't get a partner or you can't get Mm. anyone to have sex with, that kind of like insecurity as well, which is just crazy Mm. because like you said, just use it with your partner. Just use everything with your partner anyway. Like use it by yourself, use it with your partner. Like it's all about pleasure. It's all about fun. Exactly. Now, Tash, if it's okay with you, I would like to play a quick game of this or that, where I Yay. ask a question and you tell me which you prefer. Are you keen? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay, we'll start with some easy ones. Okay. Would you rather use a clitoral vibrator or a clitoral suction toy? Uh, clitoral vibrator. Clitoral suction toys are awesome, but they... I'd come very quickly and then get very overstimulated. So if we're thinking longevity, (laughs) clitoral vibrator, baby. Okay, that's a good answer. Thank you. Would you rather use a dildo or a vibrator? 
Uh, vibrator, yeah. If you could only have vaginal stimulation or clitoral stimulation for the rest of your life, which one <gasps> would you choose? Escandalo. <laughs> Is this toys or in general? In general. Well, I have to choose vaginal stimulation, otherwise I can't have, well, I mean, there's more to sex than PMV sex, but boy, is it fun. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Emma, how dare you? Uh, I have to say I would go with clitoral stimulation. Oh, I'll be telling George. But I'm not happy about it. If you had to choose between only using water-based lube or silicon lube for the rest of your life, which would you choose? Uh, water-based, because all my toys are silicon, because it's a great material. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta plug the message wherever you can. (laughs) Yeah, do it. Would you rather use a metal dildo or a glass dildo? (laughs) I actually haven't tried um, a metal dildo. I've tried a glass dildo. Mm. I think I would still go with metal just based on the whole discussion about weight. Yeah, I agree with that, and I've tried Mm. both. Oh, great. Would would you rather use a butt plug or anal beads? Oh. I would rather use anal... No, why did I say anal beads? I was thinking butt plug, but apparently my mouth was telling me to say anal beads. Uh, I would go with butt plug. I prefer having something like... You know, <laughs> in there. Plugged it up. In place. <laughs> okay, now they're getting interesting. Oh. Would you rather use a butt plug shaped like a road cone or a garden gnome? Road cone or a garden gnome. Both of which we stock at ATMS, by the way, if anyone's yeah. keen. Uh, a butt plug. Mm. Is that okay? Um... I think a, a road cone. The Just the thought of the ridges on a gnome are making me a little bit nervous. I'm more of a fan of, like, a smooth descent. Mm, okay. <laughs> I think I would be the gnome because then when it's not in use, you've just got a little gnome friend, you know, a, a little butt plug gnome in your yeah, life. Yeah, but if you think about the sessions where you're not using the road cone, I could just put it outside my door so no one comes in. <laughs> or, you know, true. direct traffic outside my house. This is true. <laughs> Okay, the last one. Would you rather have anal hooks instead of hands or regular <laughs> palms, but each of your fingers are bullet vibrators and you can't turn them off? <laughs> this is the question you were talking about before, isn't it? I was trying to stump her. So anal hooks for hands. Mm. Um, anal hooks for hands or bullet vibrators for fingers that won't turn off. Yeah, not ever. <sighs> You know, I have to go anal hooks for hands. Like, first of all, just for the title, because people would have to call me Natasha Anal Hook Hands. <laughs> um, and then maybe we could do like a gender swapped Edward Scissor Hands, but it's mm. a little bit sexier. Mm. Less about, you know, hairdressing, more about the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> just the idea of the bullets not being able to turn off is a bit of a is a bit of a nightmare. Although it does sound very tempting, but um, no, I think I think anal hook hands. I could okay. I could really I could really do something with that. Mm, I think so too. <laughs> okay, Tash, if you were stuck on a desert island and you could only take one toy with you, what would it be and why? I'm stuck on a desert island. Am I alone? 
Yes. Uh, can I? <laughs> if it's a rechargeable toy and it runs out, I can't recharge it. Mm. Um, all right. I guess I would just go for. Uh, well, I think this is the thing, right? If you're stuck on a desert island, do you want like one last go with your favorite vibrator? Or do you, do you... No, you know what? If I'm on a desert island, I don't think I'm in it for the long run, personally. I don't have the survival skills. So <laughs> <laughs> I would go for the sheer satisfaction arc because I can use it internally, externally. I did think, should I get something that I could also use anally, but I won't have lube, so I will not bother. So the sheer satisfaction arc, final answer. Tree sap is lube, perhaps? <laughs> is that <laughs> are you recommending that I'm gonna, not recommending it you're going to put your title it. on that one <laughs> no no <laughs> no one listen you heard to it me. here first Emma Hewitt <laughs> tree sap <laughs> please don't do that anyone please promise me <laughs> it's going to be a lot of safety messages before this podcast yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now finally Tash where do you think sex toys are heading what do you see as the future of the sex toy industry i i mean we can already kind of see it heading this way and i hope that it continues to develop this way but i think just in a more inclusive space in terms of for disabled people but also just not tying toys to gender keeping it more about the parts yeah, just kind of making it more accessible for everyone, more validating for everyone, just because sex toys are fantastic. They should be accessible for everyone, and I think it's kind of small hurdles that can make a huge difference for a lot of people. So I hope it's going to go in that direction. If I'm thinking, like, year 3000, nothing's changed, but they lived underwater, <laughs> I think Transformers, but sex toys? Oh, yeah, could be fun. What would they transform uh, into? Not cars. Well, that's what I'm thinking. That'd be huge. I want to, I want to, you know what? I want a sex toy and then I can like, it's also, no, it sounds, I was going to be like a kitchen appliance, you know, go use it as a blender, but then that doesn't sound very good. Maybe just like a video game, <laughs> like the new Nintendo Switch, but it switches from a console to a butt plug. Okay, I love it. Yeah. I feel like you yeah. could just have both of those things, but it's fine. <laughs> I, and I do. <laughs> but don't you ever just think, boy, I wish this console could also be a butt plug? <laughs> Honestly, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, this is why I'm getting asked what's the future of six times. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, Tash, thank you so much for being on the show. It was such a pleasure to have you with us to share some of your amazing and hilarious sex toy stories. Thank you so much. This was an absolute pleasure. And then I'm going to go have some more pleasure later, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, she's out of here. <laughs> thank you so much. You've been listening to the Electric Rodeo podcast for Adult Toy Megastore, produced by Sound Cartel. Follow Electric Rodeo free on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And for more sex and relationships explained, follow at Electric Rodeo Podcast on Instagram. Electric Rodeo Podcast.